So this is Centrist Madness. Centrist Madness, episode seven. seven. Seven, yeah. It's the what, seventh one we're recording, and we still don't have a theme song. Yeah. We'll get one. I'm going to take a Craigslist ad out. We'll get a theme song. Really? Why not? You can fuck motherfuckers do anything. I'm really bummed out that we didn't have the kismet situation with that band. I told you. Told me what? Told you to uh, make it definite. You had to like set a date. Got to get that commitment. They set a date for me. It's called they the hook point. They said they set a date. They got play. You got played. They were running the show. Okay. Uh huh. You got to take the power from them. Okay. Got to establish Kino, and you got to hook them. I didn't establish Kino. And clearly. I don't think I touched because they flaked. They're all like fucking doing a theme song for another podcast right now. For guys we fucked. Yeah. I went on a date last night. We didn't introduce ourselves, did we? The Centrist Madness. It's your fault. I was going to do it. That we didn't introduce ourselves? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to do it. I'm John. Patriot Snubs on Twitter. I'm Matt Always Wrong on Twitter. The Quinoa Appropriator. The Patrician Krang Nelson. <sighs> <laughs> that was spirited. You know, it's just, it's just I am what I am. Mm-hmm. I have a brand. That's for sure. No one can take that away from you. I don't really have any. I haven't monetized it. Mm-mm. Don't only really, definitely don't. Uh, you know, it's not. It's not helping me find a sweetie, my brand. The podcast? Or, yeah, either. No. I haven't heard from Eve Pizer at all. Not a peep? Not a peep, not a... Not a whisper? Well, what's a pun for we could do for that? Not a... No geyser from Pizer. Mm. I'd like to turn her into a geyser. Ooh. Ugh. No. Man. Eve, I just want to say no ill will towards you. It's all the jokes are in fun and the attraction is sincere. I think you're a cutie and a sweetie and a hottie. All three. The holy trinity of attraction. That's nice. But I went on a date last night. Okay. And my Twitter followers said that I should not tell her about the podcast. We had this discussion, yeah. You seem to think I shouldn't either. Yeah, we had a whole thing about but it. That's ri- it's ridiculous. Navy SEALs, Osama Bin Laden. Yeah. It's ridiculous to not tell them. Nah, this is, you know, <laughs> if Nathan ever wakes up, uh, this would be a good... <laughs> this would be a good segment for him. Him to jump in let's on. do this first. Let's okay. you and me. Let's break this down. Okay, we'll break it down. I don't think that not telling her makes sense. It depends. It's all about how you tell her, right? Okay, there we go. Now we're talking. Now we're into something I can appreciate. Okay. So it's it's like I'm seeing you like a right now. I'm perceiving you as like a a guru. No, like a doppelganger. Oh. A doppelganger? Uh, 
Like you're a doppelganger. You are not the real John right now. I'm a I'm an imposter, John. Uh huh. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just telling you right now in this convo, I am not perceiving you as you. You are someone else to me right now. Why? I'm not on the influence. I've only had like a third of a beer. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. I'm feeling like this is the other side of John. <laughs> wow. Which is fine. Maybe you have two sides. Mm-hmm. It contain multitudes. This was explored quite interestingly on in this season of Twin Peaks. Did you watch Twin Peaks at all? I haven't caught up with. The, I'm on season two. Uh huh. You got to grind through that one. It's a grind season two. Season two is a grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Season one was great. Season three is the best thing I've ever seen on TV. Is season three the new one? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So anyway, back to your your dating thing. Yeah, it's it's all about it's all how about how it? you tell her, right? Because what you don't want to do is like the little fucking kid who like comes up with like something. He's like to his mom. He's like, "Look what I made. Do I get a kiss? Do I get to put it on the fridge?" Like that's that's what I think is. That's what you gotta like root out. Like it can't be something that you're bragging about in any level, mm. because then it's just pathetic, right? Because but now we're now we're on. Everyone has a fucking now, podcast. Now right? we're treading it's on thin ice. No, so first of all, I don't think that's true. There's a lot of podcasts. What percentage of human beings have podcasts? Not a lot. Like a tenth of a percent. Not a lot, but it's I don't know. It's like. It's the equivalent of, like, chicks being into photography. Let me put it to you this way. Have you ever gone on a date with someone who has a podcast? No. Do you know anyone who has a podcast? Uh, yeah. How many people? I've seen, like, two or three of my friends on Facebook have podcasts. I think our per- perception is disordered a little bit. <sighs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is, it's 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 got to like come up or something. It can't be like you know something that you're like leading with. Mm. But it's always going to come up. Yeah, it comes up. I, I mean, I don't know. Especially like, with such a free roaming, all encompassing podcast such as ours, every subject is touched on here. It's true. <laughs> so things are going to come up, and you're going to be like, "Oh, we talked about that on the podcast." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. From yeah. rusty trombones to the Vietnam War. Every subject. Mm-hmm. And all, everything in between, because those are the two sides. Right. At the ends of the spectrum is rust, rusty trombone on one, time, on one side. and Vietnam War on the other. Maybe, like... So, like, one side is the rusty trombone. The other side is, like, the Gulf of Tonkin. Mm-hmm. It's not specifically Vietnam War, but that specific incident is the other side of subject matters. Okay. It's not funny. No, it's serious. It's very serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how did the day go? Yeah, I think she hated me. Yeah? We hit on a lot of things that I have strong opinions about. She... <laughs> well, that's inevitably like happen. Like Lena Dunham's dog. There's a big divide there between us. Wow, that was the deal breaker, huh? <laughs> dog. I don't think she appreciated my take on that. No. Yeah. Hey, and if you can't fuck with that, maybe it's not going to work. If you if you disagree with me on the Lena Dunham, if you dog don't think issue, Lena Dunham's Lena Dunham's dog is cute as shit, you don't even know what we're talking about, man. Get the fuck out. You don't even know the Lena Dunham dog controversy. No, she has a dog. Did she rape it? Let's, you want to get into that one too? 
No, maybe. Let's okay. just stick to the dog. We'll start with the dog. Lena, if you're listening. Which we know you are. The Alt Center respects you. Damn straight. You mean well. You have the best intentions. You're talented. You're smart. You're funny. We like you. You're on TV. And you have the best intentions. You want you want a better world. So why? So we we want a better world for you. Mm-hmm. But she had a dog, right? Okay. And this fucking dog bit her a lot. Yeah. It was generally horribly behaved. Okay. So she found a new home for it. Alright. That's the story. Yeah, okay. That's that's the controversy. Right. And these fucking psychopaths who are obsessed with despising her yeah. turned this into a scandal. Right. That's the fucking story, okay? Yeah. She had a dog. The dog would fucking shit and piss everywhere and bite her. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. So she found it a new home. Yeah. This was a scandal. This was a scam. You know what it is? She's like the pinnacle of wokeness. Right? She isn't. I mean, yes, sure. But what's wrong with that? Because you're always like, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. This is the thing. But, but they the le- they're young. Why right? would the left have a problem with that? Because it's a self-consuming, like, clusterfuck of... Never being ideologically pure enough. But there's plenty of people who are accepted who go all the way over the map. Why is she despised? We know the answer. We can say the answer right now. It's because she liked Hillary. That's it. Mm. That's the story. Yeah. There's some element of jealousy too, right? Because mm-hmm. all these people are the same fucking age, also in New York, and they didn't make it. Right. You know, they may have they may write for Jacobin, and that's it. Yeah. You know. But like so that's why they despise her. It's cause she got a fucking TV show because her parents had connections or whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. Like, whatever. That's how the game is played. Like mm-hmm. she's supposed to say, No, I don't want the TV show. Because I haven't earned it. Yeah. Yeah. You should give it you should give it. You should bring back Arliss instead, because they've earned it over there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, also the show was good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. It was alright. It's alright. What's wrong with I? It's uh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's better than like ninety nine percent of shows that are on TV. Well, yeah, but that's a low bar. <laughs> it's a high bar. <laughs> Okay, but sure. anyway, so this fucking dog, this fucking, it's a scandal. Mm-hmm. And then there were people like, well, she should have given it back to the shelter instead. Yeah. Instead of finding it a new home. Whatever. She found it a real, she's fucking rich and powerful. So she used her connections to find a really nice home for the dog. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. And it would have been spun the exact same way. Yeah. If she had just sent it back to the shelter, it would have been like, oh, she couldn't find a home for it, you know? Right, well, the, I mean, the facts are, like, inconsequential, right? It's just, like, it is, like, a witch hunt, right? Like, they're they're looking for... So, like, people just take so much glee... Can you imagine and, like, any other scenario? Down. And she's a whale. Come on. Because she's, like, the pinnacle of wokeness. <sighs> pinnacle of wokeness. And she's kind of, like, annoying... Let's order pizza again. 
I'll pay for it this time. Let me put a 20 on the table. <laughs> okay. I always forget to pay. <laughs> I might not have cash. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> there we go. So, we're covered. Okay. So, like, uh... Yeah. So, I br- so she brings that, like, where Lena Dunham comes up. Because I'm talking about all the shit that makes me alt-center. And that's the reason I'm alt-center, because I'm pro-Lena. And, like... Lena comes up and kind of hangs a little bit to the left, though. <laughs> no, 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 no! Because the left hates her and the right hates her. Oh, it's just they're eating each other alive. So who's there to defend her? The alt fucking center. The Even the center defending her. The protectors of the innocent. You, don't, you can't. You can't reason and defend with crazy. It's like it's like crazy people who commit like crimes. This is our it's guess. Like sometimes people are just no. Crazy. Don't fucking introduce him yet. Oh, we don't. Okay. I'm. I'm just listening. To this and I'm like triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I get triggered. I've been triggered all day. Everything John says. Oh, she has four cats and a dog. Triggered. You're so triggered. <sighs> Smelling the place this time. It smells different. Yeah, you're very uh, scent based. I am. What is the word? Yeah. Word for that. I'm into scent. I'm into scent. Olfactory. Because you know, lots of people aren't olfactory. Olfactory. Yeah, not olfactory. You're very orifactual. Olfactory. Olfactory. You're very olfactorous. Ol factory. You're very ol factorish. There's the burping. You can also hear a pee in the background. It's it's a podcast. It's a real ass podcast for you, folks. So, I was going to say, I should put the beer over here, because your computer's there. The, the fucking dog, okay? Um, the fucking dog. So, we went through all the other Lena Dunham controversies, you know? Yeah. Okay, and I, she I put w- felt on the table, so you're going to throw bottle caps at the fucking mic base? I, 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 I accidentally hit the fucking... This thing. <laughs> You were throwing the fucking bottle cap at the mic. I accidentally hit the opener. The bottle cap opener. That's why. After you threw it at the mic. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. Proceed. She was with me on the rape thing. The molestation thing. That it was bad? That it wasn't bad. That molestation's good. That it wasn't molestation. It was childhood experimentation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she was with me on that. But then the dog came up and she said that was the one time she checked out. Which to me is even more ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're both ridiculous, but the dog thing. Like what, what is the problem with the dog thing? And she was like, you know, she has all these resources and she's so successful. She should be able to take care of the dog, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, well, when she said that I did fall back. Like, I, I fell down. Like, yeah. I, I tipped over in my seat on the booth and then, like, yelled no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wind that up for a second. You what? You know, I tipped over to my side and then, like, kicked my... I didn't kick my legs up, but I put them up on the booth. Yeah. And then said, no! Holy shit, dude. Can we get the Bushimi? What's that? It's the Italian sausage cilantro jalapeno one. 
All right. Or we could get the fucking... I probably haven't had that one. I just think I have. Okay. Yeah, so after you uh, leaned out of the booth and yelled... <laughs> no, in her opinion, the... <laughs> uh, we just got... We got into like... It just didn't work, man. It just didn't work. She didn't like what I have going on. I'm a niche I'm a niche product and she wasn't into the niche. Yeah. And like I, I think could, you need someone who's either chill or like agrees with you on every Chill issue. is extremely important. <laughs> chill is extremely yeah. important. You gotta slip a little yin in that yang. When I see like a profile that says wound tight, I'm like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> no for quinoa. No, no, no. Well, because you know what happens when I'm with someone who's wound tight. I get wound tight. You're already wound. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone who will unwind me a little bit. Yeah. And that's, you know, it, it works, you know. When so I'm with someone who's wound loose, it really, it works. It makes me wound loose. Wind, it makes me unwind. Oh, your boy, Louie. He's having a rough week. Louie is having a rough week. How do you, how do you, like, what should he do? I mean, uh, he probably did it, right? We know now he did it. Yeah, I mean... How many women have to say the exact same scenario? Yeah, like, left five is a good number, I think. Like, you know that Jeffrey Tambor thing just came out? Yeah. That's I mean, one person accusing him. One person. Yeah, not enough. And it's kind of murky what happened, you know? Right. The accusations aren't specific. Mm-hmm. Maybe it didn't happen. You know? Yeah. When... Five people accuse you of the exact same thing. Right. And not just random people, but people that you have confirmed to have interacted with in a professional yeah. manner. Or, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so how did he harass these people? Okay, that's bring Nathan in. Nathan, come on over here. How did he harass these people? Because I want to know... Our guests tonight. Like, maybe, you know, because most people aren't that original. They have, like, there are one trick... That they go to, they're mm-hmm. one thing. He wasn't original. And that might be his thing, but I, I didn't really hear until John told me earlier today that something was coming out about him. And yeah, his penis was coming out. Ha! That was his Whoa. thing. He just like, gets somebody in there, he's like, what does he do? He just like whips it out, and he's like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 he gets them in a confined space. Yeah. So, so a how confined? Well, his trailer, a closet, his trailer, his is a yeah hotel okay. room. Oh, okay. So, like on set, a uh-huh. trailer or something like that. Okay. And then he starts masturbating in front of him. <laughs> so absurd. So he doesn't just whip it out. Miss, I think we're missing some. It's not just a flashing here. thing. It's not just a flashing thing, right? <laughs> so he'll like, like, like he'll, he'll like go in the bathroom and then come out erect to masturbate. This is the equivalent of sending girls dick pics. Mm. No, this is. I'm not saying like I'm not saying solicited dick pics. Unsolicited dick pics. No, see, I think it's very different from flashing. Flashing is something we understand, right? But this is like, this is way more fucked up. And also, he he puts them in scenarios where they have to like watch for a while. 
I'm trying to understand it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, well, where's, like, where's the end game to this? Where, think of like an unsolicited. What does somebody expect? Has it worked in the past? Like, what? I mean, there's got to be some oh, conditioning. Yeah. There's got to be some condition why he would think that it would work. That he would just do it and then continue. He's probably into the revulsion, right? He's probably into them not he liking it. I, I, he's kind of sick. I, mean, I saw his Louis. I saw that first one, and uh, especially the Catholic episode, or like the fifth one. Mm. I, I tell people, you know, clients of. Don't watch it. He's got, he's got a really dark side to Nathan's it. Nathan's a dating coach, by the way. He's got a dark side. That's, those are the clients he's talking about. I get about. it. Professional love pickup artists, if you will. Have I, okay, you've known me a long time, John. Yeah. Have I ever used the word pickup artist? And have I ever talked about pickup artistry? No, in fact. So I, I think you should clarify this. I, I, I think you this might is, even hate it. <laughs> we know John hates it yeah, when I bring I'm up not, his past. I'm not, I've never been fond because I believe John at one point was this kind of guy. When I met him, he was Wait, a I jerk agree. offer, <laughs> a Louis C.K. Uh, what? You were no. a pua. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, did, did I ever wear like a peacock feather and a hat? Did you and some crazy glasses and go out to bars and do magic tricks? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those types out. I've seen them. No, no, I never did that. But you did. You you, you would go out there and sought Alpha. I, I personify Alpha. Yeah, you were looking for the blitz hook. You were looking for the hook point. For the hook point, yeah. You probably know every fucking Pua word. I, I doubt it. They, they probably come up with like 12 a day. Well, you know what I'm talking about, though. You probably got on the glossary and it's like, I know what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you hit me with something, I'd probably know what it means. Why don't you hit me with something? I'm trying to think, like, okay, pick up... Uh, I don't even know all of them, by the way. I'm not even close to it. Nothing. Kino. Uh, I've never oh, done. everyone knows establishing Kino. Rapport. Rapport? What's rapport? Well, we know what rapport means. That's, like, in, that's an English word. In a normal, in like a normal normal. context. Yeah, okay, but it's like, you know, they treat it like a phase, and then, like, uh, what's the other one? Like, Do you ever infantilize? Calibration. you got to calibrate. What's Calibration. That's where you're, like, responding to, like, what she's giving you. So, for instance, you come out of uh, the bathroom masturbating. (laughs) And you notice that she's extremely uncomfortable. And you so you tuck it back in your pants. Yeah, you stop masturbating. Calibration. Uh Right there, yeah. So you think Louis C.K. had a calibration problem? He had a calibration. (laughs) That's what he said to one of the women. He was like, I had a problem with uh, misreading people. Yeah. That was his explanation of what happened. Mm-hmm. He also apologized to one woman. He said, uh, I apologize for shoving you into that room. And she was like, you didn't do that. You masturbated in front of me. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. So there's some other woman he shoved into a room. Right, yeah. It's like it wasn't even special. But you know what, Louis? Yeah. I hope you learn from this and you can make another fucking pretentious piece of shit movie that everyone pretends is good. Yeah, but your stand-up is really good, man. I mean, What was the one movie he made? I don't even know. Well, he's coming out with one it was, now. It was called like... With some problematic material. I love you. It was called I Love oh. You Daddy, right? That's, that's coming out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. That sucks. Well, you know, in the grand scheme of things... I mean, as a comedian, he's a genius. I mean, because every other comedian tells us that. Because he can come up with a new special, like, every month. 
And yeah. Every, and every other comedian is just. Uh, I mean, he's just like, who does better stand up than him who's alive today? He's a machine of material. Exactly. Uh, 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 he's a good stand up uh, comedian. He's a great stand up comedian. He's a bit dark. But you know, that's a little, that's a little like being like, like a great musician who writes jingles. What? Mm. No. So yeah. harsh. You're, you're pissing on the whole field of stand-up? Yes. No. Let's be honest. Stand-up right. is, is a venerable art form. Yeah. You know what it is, though, right? What? You get a bunch of pe- a drunk people in a room, and yeah. you tell them jokes, and because they're drunk and they're in a room full of other people, they laugh. No, when it's on Netflix. Yeah. Have you ever watched those fucking things? They're fucking terrible. They're terrible. I can't believe these people are getting paid $20 million dollars. To do these stand-up specials. Okay, but his are actually pretty good. Right. He's the best of the craft. But it's still a lame craft. I mean... Yes. Stand-up comedian is a lame craft. Andy Kaufman. He, he was like, I'm going to try to make this art. And then he died. And right after he died, everyone went back to the same fucking thing. It's like hacky jokes. It's like, it's, maybe it's not hacky. But the more hacky you are naturally, the more successful you'll be. And I, you know, I'm obligated to do open mic soon, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna see it firsthand. I'm gonna go out there and be terrible. Yeah. But it it is it's all terrible. It's okay. tough. It's not easy. It's a bad art form. It's a bad art form. It's like it's tough. It's like if you're gonna pick a musical instrument, it's one of the shitty musical instruments. No, man. Stand-up's awesome. Like, how many great, like, amazing fucking stand-ups have there been? Why does that matter? Because... How many are good at it? It doesn't matter. I don't know. It's just funny. Is it? Yeah. How many stand-up specials do you watch ten times? I mean... Why is that the criteria of what's good? That is a, that's a fucking good criteria. If you can watch criteria. it ten times... Criterion. Criterion. Singular. Uh, I listen to... Okay, this will probably peg me to... Uh, if I was doing it now, into a little bit of a douchey corner. Mm-hmm. But when it first came out, fucking Dane Cook in his... Uh, and his uh, CD, whatever it was, like, yeah. like first Dane two. Cook is misunderstood. That was hilarious. Oh, I loved it. You're gonna stand up for Dane Cook and his... thought, why is... do people hate Dane Cook so much? Because they think he stole he's their a, jokes, like he's yeah, he's like and, and, safe and you know the the female the single female vocalist who like doesn't write her songs but she's hot and it's like the package. <laughs> no, wrong, That's incorrect. Cook. This yeah. is not a good analogy. The perfect analogy is the hotness him being a good performer because that's what really sold it. I mean, yeah, like he's a good performer of like, weak material. material. Yeah. So like people are like, oh, he stole these jokes. His jokes sucked. And it's a great analogy because uh, the, semo- the the single female vocalist always has a good voice. Like they never can't sing. They just don't write music. They very often can't sing. What's wrong with a good singer? No one gets mad about a good singer. I can't believe you're defending Dane Cook, yet you think... Who's that? Louis C.K.? Yeah, except for you think... But Louis uh, you know, is dirt. That's why they call him te- always wrong. I'm telling you, the art form itself is not that great. 
It's an art form. I'm not even going to argue because I think I mean, that's, that's, it's kind that's of subjective. Ridiculous. Like, like all this George Carlin bullshit. People will pay to feel good ten times over. Look. And it, it can be an art form. Look, it is what it is, but it's still but not. I'm not even having this conversation. If you compare it to like. We do. We need to move on here. Like filmed comedy. There's no comparison. We're getting into, we're getting into failed date ca- category here. <laughs> I do all right, all right. I hit the skins. <laughs> yeah. When you find that magical girl who agrees with you on every issue or knows Incorrect. how to change the subject aggressively. Incorrect. That's not what I like at all. Yeah. No, I love well, it. Well, I know it's not what you like. I was talking about her. No, I don't think that's what happens at all. You know, I think they, the kind of gal. Ooh. He has opinions about things. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like, oh, geez. Oh, I got a wild one. No, it's like, you know, there he goes again. <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of thing. But he's kind of cute. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like me with Eve Pizer. I'm going to crawl back in there. She's going to be thinking about me. I hate it when girls just treat me like a piece of meat, too. I have opinions, too. Mm. I like being treated like a piece of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person, damn it. I'm not just... Six just... foot two, 225 pounds of pure muscle. Well, you're definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys met, you were a poor... I did. I hired him as as a Pua reason. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I hired him to do a boot camp. Uh, a world for the world company. Surprise. The the company RSD uh, Real <laughs> Social Dynamics. Yeah, you told me RSD. I don't know what that means. Oh yeah, but you know what DSA means. Hmm. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, well, what's DSA mean? Democratic Socialism D- in America. Oh, we should ask him about his political takes. Triggered. <laughs> Triggered. Okay. So what should, what should we ask him about? Some things that were in the news. <clears throat> How'd you feel about the whole Danny Fatante situation? Look at that. Yeah, um, that's, that's way too inside baseball for him. Um, what else should we ask him? Oh, I've, I've got some opinions. Uh, I've been triggered all day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We could, do, we could explain the Danny Fatante thing. Yeah, so the DS, you know what the DSA is? Uh, he keeps repeating it Democratic, Socialist, Communism. Of America. America. Communism. Just call it by what it is. Oh. <laughs> I, not, I think they're not communist. Which I is think a, that's what he told me too. Which is a problem. That's going to be a big problem uh, for them. Because they're not communists? Well, they got commies, and the commies aren't going to be satisfied. Mmm. Yeah. Not many of these people are feminists. But half. There's a real split in the socialists. They have a problem. You with got that. the socialists and you got the brochalists. The brochalists. Oh. No, they're all feminists, right? Oh. But like, they they also want they they also don't want to be lame. That's a real priority for them mm-hmm. because uh, image matters. Yeah, they're real hung up on. Like having the the best memes, mm-hmm. and like not being old fashioned or anything. Yeah, oh, shit. But that doesn't. They don't want to be stodgy. That doesn't. That's 
inevitably comes in conflict with being woke. Mm -hmm. So that's their problem. That's their push-pull problem right now. Right. So they have to keep finding new things to be puritanical about. Mm. Puritanical? Oh, they're puritanical. How is that? Okay. I'm not, I don't know what that's going on. I don't know if we should get into that on the podcast. Because no, that sounds like more like a conservative thing to be puritanical, and you're talking about uh, these whatever they are, socialists. Yeah, you'd think from so, a right? moral perspective, they're well, puritanical. purist about what? They're purist about diversity. For instance, like if, uh, if the let's do the fucking Cosby thing, the star, right? Okay, so um, these guys. Uh, one of them was like on the DSA steering committee, and he's in the LA DSA. He's in the <laughs> the LA DSA. I think he was on the steering committee. You're right. Yeah. So <laughs> they, the they all committee? I don't know. They fucking <laughs> steer where they're going. They decide certain policies. Yeah. They take. They took a picture uh, next to Bill Cosby's star uh-huh. on the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame, and then they post it with a caption that says, "Like, hey, libs, try to take this statue down." Okay. okay. Now, because of this, the backlash was so extensive that he resigned from all of his positions and is taking like a ten-hour anti-oppression training workshop. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, but also things like, like you can't, you can't be. I don't know if I should get into it on the podcast, but I've noticed a certain strain of leftism that's very uptight about sex. Mm-hmm. Like this was always a strain in feminism too, right? Mm-hmm. Like when feminism got super anti-pornography. The first, like, you're talking about first wave First feminism. wave, yeah. So yeah. like they were super, super anti-pornography. I love how they spun that. Now it's like a, a feminist, like, no. benefit. Yeah, like, but there's still, a div- like, there's a big divide now mm-hmm. over how to think about pornography. So, so like there's always been that strain in leftism that's weirdly prudish. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think you're seeing that somewhat in the left right now mm-hmm. like being um objectifying women you know and things like that by wanting to have sex it doesn't have to be rape or sexual harassment but just any kind of or even like permissive attitudes about sexuality are considered kind of weird like i remember there was a some fucking guy found out about that movie that mel gibson made where he where he plays a mentally challenged man who falls mm-hmm. in love with an older woman. <laughs> and they like flipped their shit about how problematic that was. Because he was mentally... He's mentally challenged, challenged so he can't date a, you know, a normal person. Oh. Because then it's like fucking a child. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't want... I read a story recently where... Uh, this father... Uh, he noticed every time he bathed his uh, handicapped son, he would start getting erections. So he started masturbating him. Do you what? guys see it? You know, That's a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And you look at the comments because it was in uh, some liberal. It wasn't a blog. It was like some uh, liberal magazine, and they're like the comments were out of this world. There's like I have a PhD in X Y Z, and see, this I'm is saying- fantastic. And everybody's like. 
Everybody's like, yeah, On leftist Twitter, and that would that not is, be accepted. That That is fucking pedophilia. That is like... On leftist Twitter, that would not fly. Well... The dirtbag left would not take that. The DSA would not take that. Any kind of exotic or permissive attitude. I mean, leftist is such a broad term. That. I mean, we generalities here. <laughs> Danny Fatante would, you know, Danny Fatante is probably has some really weird centrist ideas, you know, mm-hmm. right wing ideas. So that's the other problem they had is they welcomed mm-hmm. all these people into the party with one issue, right? Which was whether you support Bernie or not. Mm-hmm. So like the DSA is made up of Bernie people, yeah, but like those people don't have a coherent ideology. The Berniecrats. And they're like, join the DSA because they're mad that Hillary won. Yeah. But there's no, like, coherent socialist ideology to it. Mm-hmm. And, like... Um, so it's all just... It, it, it's, a, it's a party formed around hating Hillary. Is that what it is? I'm not sure. Well, and supporting Bernie. I mean, Bernie had things going for him. But it's just, like, without that, no one would give a shit mm. about the DSA, you know? Like, if... I wish I knew what the DSA was. I'm just kind of following along here. They're, I mean, they are, they're like any political party that's really tiny. Oh, okay. So it's like... It's, an, yeah, uh, it's a socialist okay. party. Oh, okay. It's a socialist party. Yeah. Okay. It is an actual party. It's not It's an, not just like a, a local organization. No, they do, it's, a, it's a party. There. They have an asterisk to them where like, if you're in their party, you can caucus with the Democrats. So that's one nuance, and that makes some people mad too. You know, that's because Bernie said it was okay. Well, they've always had that policy. Hmm. Um, which, which what is about when, what about makes sense for them? I mean, which about, is good. It's a good idea for them to do that. It's what the libertarians should do too. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the libertarian, the libertarian idea of being separate from the Republican Party is, is kind of a farce. Yeah, I don't know. Also, the Libertarian Party is a farce. Like, that's even less coherent than the DSA. Yeah. I think full Libertarian is uh, full autistic. It's fully autistic. It's, it's the most autistic political I, party, that's for sure. I kind of, yeah, I mean, it's it's fully logical, rational, does not deal with uh, And socialism is like the opposite, and, right? It's like, it's complete emotion. Yes. It's no! Only, yes! Socialism is so autistic, too. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? Yeah, you, know, you got a point there too. Yeah, there's. But it's it's but, all about like okay, it's but there's everything. A yin to the yang. Everything yang. for them is like a moral. Thank issue. you for that, Nathan. Thank you for saying young. <laughs> <laughs> Very important to me. Oh, is that a? Is that one of your things? He's the, he's, uh, he's he's really it's like it's like me. Like today, multiple times, I see girls, even though it's illegal, still texting and driving. And standing, sitting in a light, red light, while everybody's piled up during rush hour. Yeah, that's mine. He's I, he's super I, hung I up do on. Not like people who text and drive. He's super hung up on pronunciations. Boom! <laughs> Classic comedy right there, John. Yeah, thank you. Just certain ones that are ridiculous. Yeah, like we don't have to go into them now. <sighs> <laughs> But like you know, it's like uh, you know. You don't think socialism is is is, is pure emotion? No. I think it's because okay, like everything's a moral issue for them, right? And like the logistics of like running the economy, ah, that'll just figure itself out. 
here's what they do is they create a framework and then they autistically patch it together. Right? How so? So they have a preset idea and then they have to make everything fit it. So like, uh, you know, prison abolition becomes something they believe in. You have to put in the work to believe that. I think where John's going is a lot of these, like the structure that you're talking about, this this straight line, yeah, you know, hardcore structure. It's based on emotional decisions, though. Yeah, it's like, like I don't like prisons, so there yeah. shouldn't be any. But you haven't thought through the logistics of what do you do when someone like hacks a family to death? They say, "Hey, look." And when a decision does need to be made, it doesn't. They don't. Their first. Their first action isn't some rational decision. It's based on some emotion or some yeah. feeling. Well, that's that's the how they system. determine their decisions. But okay. the thing, the thing is, though, is like they don't triggered. <laughs> they see, they see, like, um, like they, they're like, well, capitalism doesn't work, so we have to go with something else. Socialism is what we do. It's not a, It's not even. It doesn't work. Capitalism doesn't work for them. Yeah, but it's not just like practical. Doesn't work sounds practical. It's not practical. It's like capitalism is evil. It is. I mean, it has no moral center. Well, it's amoral. It's not evil. Amoral. Yeah. But to them, it's not amoral. It's evil. Uh huh. Right. In a sense. And every every problem is the fault of it. Right. But that's just that's like any ideology where you just make everything fit it. I don't think it's an emotional thing. It's definitely an emotional thing. Because okay, we can for move us, on. it's not emotional, right? Because it's not primarily emotional. Because we're like, well... No, you can't be an emotional centrist. Yeah. Because you're always balancing. You're deciding. Right. It's like, does this, it actually work? Does it not work? And we're not even centrists, let's be honest. Right. We're prag progs. <laughs> it, it sounds horrible. This whole podcast could be about semantics. We're prag progs, yes. but you can't be an emotional pragmatist. No. Unless you're being pragmatic about your emotions, which is a different meaning. But you can have values, but you're not driven just by emotion. Right. You're driven by values and logic. But I think, you know... That's a good way to go. Is it? I think so. Yeah, because... We're all alone, though. I think, I think those values have to kind of encompass yeah. some sort of morality, too. Here's, here's the thing that they're the same with. They... They don't, it doesn't matter. It's not worth it to them to embrace truth. What matters is the facts that help you. Exactly, yeah. And the facts that don't help you should not be discussed. Right, it's very alt-right in that sense. Well, I mean, you know, the Soviets were the same way, you know. Yeah. The whole idea of useful idiots is people you tell some of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're actively lying to them mm-hmm. so they can help you control their lives. Right. But it's, it's the same thing. It's like punching down. Don't punch down. You know, don't punch left. Right. If someone's wrong, you should say they're wrong. That's it. No matter what it, no matter what their political persuasion, anything else is, you know, totalitarianism. You know. Well, it's well, they're it's both they're they're in, they're both totalitarian. I mean, because they're both exactly they're both the masses serving the few. That's the fucking horseshoe theory. 
All you fucking, all you fucking commies, you think the horseshoe theory is centrists and fascists. Who are the people who have shit in common? I mean, you know, what's what's the commonality between centrists and fascists? What is it? They're not leftists. No, let's really break it down. Like, why did they call Hillary Clinton a, a fascist? This is all extreme. Because she's not a leftist. Because she supports a strong military, and she thinks some war should happen. Right, okay. Do you really think of communism and think no wars? Yeah. You know, like, would the people of Afghanistan agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. The communists were happy to make a deal with Hitler. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they did that out of necessity, but it seems bad. You know, they were happy to invade Finland. Mm-hmm. That was bad. That was a mis- you know a bad thing they did invading Finland. Sure, trying to conquer Finland. Yeah, it seems like uh, peace and communism don't really go together that well. Yeah. So let's let's rule out the war thing. You know. So what what else is what's what does centrism have to do with fucking fascism? And food's here. Oh yeah. I don't care if it's legal or not. If you have a gun, you should go to prison. Someone responded. It's like I'm glad all these celebrities are are done raping each other so that they can comment on how we should live our lives. <laughs> He's all anti-gun. John is? Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't believe you were a socialist. I'm not. Socialists like guns. The only party you can go to is the Communist Party. No, the Communists love the guns. You don't know that? Uh, not in the hands of the people. Uh-huh. They yeah. do. Because they're going to overthrow the government. You're absolutely oh, wrong right, about this. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. The okay, far left yeah. position right now is that guns are good. See, this is just confirming the shit out of horseshoe theory, because... He can't believe that leftists believe all these same things that conservatives now, believe. Now, you guys see, I only started paying attention to politics after... Uh, Getting rid of guns? After, is... after everybody said that Hillary, 99.9% sure, was going to win. No one said and that. And when she lost... No one said that. I was that. like, what the fuck's going on here? And I started paying attention to politics. No one said that, though. Uh, that was that was pretty good. unanimous. Like No, 538 gave her a 73% chance. New York Times did it at 90. Oh. Whatever, I, I I wasn't really, I didn't even vote, so, you know, I don't really have really a say. But backing it up, it is a, it is a thing that you don't understand that. that I, Look, I, I, I could feel the, the pulse and the tempo that I was being fed from the media and the people around me. That the people who want to get... Line, it, was, it was a joke. No, 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 I'm talking about the gun like, thing. Like, turn on, like, especially, like, Saturday Live. Like, if you watch Saturday Live, it was just, it was a done deal. Everything right. changed after the Comey letter. Yeah, I, mean, I see. I don't know. It's just another bump, just like all the other bumps. No, right? uh, uh-uh. it was a big deal. I, I, at that point, it was like so much shit had come out, and so much stuff was hearsay, and so much was this that that it was just another thing. I felt like it, really the, the well people, for you. What, if, I'm, what I'm saying is, the people who were going to vote for Hillary were going to vote for Hillary. Mm-hmm. People were going to vote for the, like the decisions were already made. Maybe those bubble people. The Trump and Clinton campaigns disagree you know, with I'm you. Just bu- I'm busy in my own bubble. The you Trump know? campaign disagrees with you. My bubble said that. <laughs> that's it. But it's interesting to me that you think that, that was, getting rid of guns is like a leftist position. 
Yeah, well, it's mean, a, it's if you a, ask anybody on the surface, that's exactly what people think. But I, I, I see what you're saying too, because because the revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Every revolution needed guns. So the yeah. the idea of getting American rid of guns revolution. is like a center left position. But wait, how many? It's hard, what real centrist. How many? How many? Okay, so the thing is, a lot of the hardcore left, I don't find that smart. So they're still harping on no guns because they're not actually taken seriously. Like, I don't know any hardcore Some communists that are like, give me the guns. Every communist wants guns. Well, I don't... I mean, communists in this country, to me, are kind of like... as There's many communists that are like alt-right, like Nazis. Like, there's not that many of them. I haven't encountered any of them either, either way. Of course, I live in my own bubble. Yeah, go on Twitter. If you go on, go yeah, to a college. Go on Twitter. I stay on Twitter. If you go to a college, you're going to see the presence of both. I believe it. You know, I mean, I did go to UT Austin. That's considered a pretty liberal. They try to be, uh, you know, Berkeley as best they can. I imagine UT is pretty conservative, actually. What, you know, I Relatively. think it's, I think it's changing. It's no, it's very liberal. Now, I, now, you guys see, like, a couple years ago, two or three years ago, the girls were handing out, like, vibrators or dildos. Remember that? To Cox, protest that dumb law? Yeah, cocks, not glocks. Yeah, that, I mean, that kind of, that'll tell you something about where it kind of stands. That's really half-assed, though. And that's a dumb law that we have. What was the law? What was she protesting? There's a law in Texas that says you can't sell dildos. Yeah. No, it's it's that you couldn't have them on campus, right? No. So. You can't sell dildos in Texas. Yeah, but they weren't protesting that. They were protesting the fact that you can bring a gun on campus, but you can't bring a dildo. That's the irony. Stupid. They were protesting that you can sell guns, but not dildos. I mean, here's here's what the left would do. There wasn't a fucking campus law that you couldn't have dildos. Yeah. No. There's a law in Texas that you can't sell them. No, it's that you couldn't bring them on campus. Wrong. The, what what they they weren't actually protesting the dildo thing, okay? They were protesting guns. Yes, well, it's a combined thing, right? But it's about bringing it on campus. They didn't want to set up a shop and sell no. It. They were focusing on the irony of being able to sell one but not the other. No, it was bring it on campus. Nobody was selling. There's no law that says you can't bring a, uh, a dildo onto UT campus. You want to bet? Yeah. All right. Three cents. I don't know. Every single one Next of them should have been. I mean, that's that's. I mean. Easily could have been construed by as harassment. That's like so one dude could have picked up that a dildo from that girl who was handing him out and waved around in class, and somebody, and sure enough, some student would have turned him in. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll do that. We'll do that segment. The campus crazies, as Fox News would say. You prepared to be wrong. Are you prepared to be wrong? Well, I guess you're always wrong, so... That's what they say. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Students, alumni, and spectators eagerly snatched up more than 4,500 donated dildos Tuesday evening at the University of Texas at Austin, preparing to assuage their frustration over a new state law allowing handguns to be carried on public university campus. Cox Not Glocks, a protest group formed last fall, is urging students and others to openly carry the sex toys around campus. I'm hearing the, the memorial 10 count for your theory here. 
Da, 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 doing sex toys. Oh, Austin stores and companies who apparently sell these things. There's donated, a law against it, though. Donated the sex toys. Blah, blah, blah. This isn't just a local issue. Uh, Saying. Ah, yeah. The Cox Not Glocks movement was created by UT alumna Jessica Jen last October after she learned that sex toys, but not firearms, would still be banned in classrooms. In classrooms? Oh, you're gonna. She's gonna split hairs here. In classrooms? Yeah. But, um, sex paraphernalia is not allowed in classrooms yet. Protection. That's a big difference, John. There's a huge difference. Campus versus classrooms, it's a, it's a small difference. Uh, no, it is not! A huge difference. Yeah. He no, goes an is... extra octave higher when he's wrong. <laughs> Campus <laughs> means like dorm rooms. But in any case, it was had nothing to do with selling these things. It was about carrying them. Can we back up to your bullshit where you don't believe that you're, there's a law against selling them? I'm saying that wasn't what the protest was about. It was about... I still don't believe it's not connected. Okay. Well, we've, we've gone as far down this road as... Far mm. past where any reasonable person would Well, go. you can see that there's a law against selling them? There may be. I don't know that there is. It's clearly not enforced. Yeah, it's one of those non-enforced laws. Which is probably a good reason not to protest it. No, there's plenty of laws that we should protest that aren't enforced. Like sodomy laws. Yeah, I just can't get worked up about law that isn't enforced. You can't get worked up about anti-sodomy laws? No. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Who cares? I don't care. So, like, if we had a law that was, like, called, like, the Faggots Must Die Act, you would be okay with it as long as it's not enforced? I mean... <clears throat> Honestly, it, I don't care. I don't know if it, I would vote for not, it. Not, yeah, I wouldn't vote for it, but, I mean... Do you care that, like, you If it's on the books, that means it can be used. That's I don't, the problem. I don't, I, think, I don't think John and I go looking for things to get triggered used, by. Or, you know, you know, that that's bullshit, happen. though. You're just waiting for someone to get fucked. I mean, no. Yes! Like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm not That's why these laws stay on the books, and then some cop wants to fucking fuck someone's life over, and then they use it. Uh, yeah, and then we should protest it, but it doesn't actually. No! We should do it now before they can no. do it! No. They're not gonna start cracking down on Dylan. They do it! No, it happens! People get arrested for anti sodomy laws. Really? Yeah, because some fucking cop has some fucking beef with them, and that's why it happened. So they end up fucking arrest them. But it doesn't really play out in courts, LA. It's like they set precedence and they change it. It's not. No, if it's on if it's on the books, it's it happens. They go to jail. It's it's easily. I mean, it's easily fought. I'm sure. Yeah, I think you have a pretty good equal protection cause against anti sodomy. Well, eventually you did because the Supreme Court threw it out. Mm Mm-hmm. But that had to happen, you know. Some people had to do time, first of all. And it also disproportionately affects poor people. <laughs> because they, like, prefer sodomy. Because they don't have the attorneys, <laughs> they don't have the attorneys to fight that shit. <laughs> they can't post bail. 
And they love sodomy. And they love sodomy. Well, I don't know if poor people it's like sodomy sex. more than rich people. It's the cheaper form of sex. No, it is not. You don't have to worry about kids. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's way advanced. <laughs> it's rich way people advanced. have way more anal. It's not that advanced. I absolutely. I they g- don't call it butt fuck Egypt because it's that advanced. Anal sex is totally advanced. Egypt invented that? <laughs> are you kidding me? Anal sex is totally advanced. Really? I bet, I bet the Greeks did it. Greeks. Well, yeah, because they were the super Greeks advanced. <laughs> so it had to be invented? Like someone. No, animals do it. It's a form of technology, would you say? What would a libertarian say about it? This is ridiculous. You are seriously arguing that anal sex is not a more advanced technique? This is retarded. I- <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> this is. This is uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's like pretty basic. What are you talking about? It's way more advanced. You have all kinds of things you need to think about. The, the, technique, the technique required to do it properly is way more advanced. Oh, now we're to the technique required to do it properly. Yes, to do it without her yelling at you and making you stop. This yeah. is abusive to my argument. You, you've changed positions here. You can't just slam it in there. You have sure to do you it right. No, you can't. Oh, now you're talking about proper anal She's going to say, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out, if you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you gotta, you got to oh, work nice. it in there. you got to use lube. <laughs> Not necessarily. You gotta take your time and do it right. It's not. It's it's way advanced. I don't know. I'm gonna say 99 percent of guys when uh, they approach it like that, uh, they just go for it. And they're like, "Whoops, wrong hole." And no. Just write it out. Here's what you, you know. I the first, you, that's the how first section. 99. That's the. They don't jam it in though. Yeah. You <laughs> poke it in. You poke it in. You poke it in, and then see how what the response is. Anything that you can do by accident while trying to fuck someone is not that advanced. Nope. Wrong. Incorrect. You don't, have a lot of great you don't just like today. accidentally do calculus. Why? Because it's advanced. Anal sex? No. Incorrect. It's like if you're a skier and you accidentally go on a difficult course. That's the analogy. Ah. I mean, as with anything, there's good ways and bad there's ways poop. of doing it. There's poop. Um, <laughs> okay, it, that's been an advanced problem right there. Well, you've added this uh, element of doing it right or doing it well. Doing it in a way that won't lead to her slapping you, yeah. All right, so. You cannot uh, just jam your cock in. That was a good segment. Have you ever just jammed your cock in? No prep? Yes. With someone you've, ne- with you've never done anal with before? Yes. Really? Yes. So let's elaborate on that. Uh, well, there's one time I think about it, it was a hot tub. So, I was just like, I'm going to try something new. So you were in a hot, had you had sex with them before? Mm-hmm. How many times? I don't know, dozens. Oh, well that's totally different. I don't know, maybe. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. So it's less advanced if it's in a hot tub and you've already fucked them? If you fucked them dozens of times, it's a totally different story. It's less advanced, though. <laughs> See, sex is just sex. It's a, no. it's a primal thing. No. It's not... Anal sex is not primal. It's about yeah, it is. You have a dick primal. and it's a hole. No. It's, you know, no, it's done I mean, with... It takes no thought. It takes no originality to think it up. It's there. You, I mean, it's yeah. just like, hmm, I'm bored. Let me try this. 
Because mm. you're like you're in the pole position. Well, yeah, okay, because sure. She's she's already bent over. I know the pole position. I know that it happens in Pulse. That's why I did it in the hot tub. The first that was the one and only time. Because after that, I didn't want I didn't want to do it again. Um, Right, because it's advanced. Well, I smelled something, and I was like, even, and that's why I thought I was like, I was in the hot tub, and I was like, and I was that's one of the reasons why I thought I was like, man, okay, well, I don't know what's going to happen here, but and and actually, I I think we, I think she just wrote it out like a champ. She did a pretty good job. But you did not jam it in. I probably did. No. I, Be honest. You did not jam it in. Um, I, you you let her know that this was going to start happening by putting your tip on it, at least. I didn't ask for permission. Okay. I know that. I, you put your dick on it, so she was knowing this is going to happen. And then you maybe went in a little like, bit. Like, if any, any females listening if ever will listen to this nonsense that we're talking about here... They've all probably experienced the same thing. Like, whoops, wrong hole. Or, you know, some guy yeah. trying to... Fall. Well, I've had the wrong hole, but the wrong hole is a poke. It ain't that all the way in. Yeah, I knew what I was doing now. <laughs> but I'm saying the wrong hole kind of thing is not a full thrust. Like a you can't just dive into an anus, no prep, right away, full thrust. Even if you were... Unless she's gaping, you can't do that. You have to. It, there's an entry process to the anus. You know, if you do, yeah, doing it properly. I mean, whereas a pussy, if it's wet, you can just fucking go right in. Yeah, because it's a more advanced situation. It's a more advanced technique. Everything's about it is more advanced. You know, when I think you talk about advanced sexual technique, I mean, let's talk about. We're talking like hard fucking sex, like shit where you have to get like in the zone. I'm talking like tantric sex. That's advanced. But when you're just talking about the physicality of penis and whole... The idea that vaginal sex and anal sex are that close in terms of advancement, it's it's bullshit. But the idea is that kissing is It's like saying that kissing is the same as, like, rim jobs. No, there's a different level of... You want to know, like, having a girl come for, like, 15 minutes straight? That's advanced shit. Sticking a penis in an anus is nothing. It is. That's pretty primal. First of all, there's injury risks... Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, this one guy told me one of my oh, what what homophobes? He like broke his dick. Oh, you being a homophobe? I think it's called high roll or something. Worried about poop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's really into the poop thing with eating. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So what was he saying? Oh no, this guy in Denmark. He was telling me how he had like it's like Pyrenees or P roll or something. Anyway, so. Where he broke his dick. It's a real thing. Yeah. And it took months to... Happened uh, to Mark Wahlberg. Happened to Rocco Sofredi as well. Who? Rocco Sofredi's an Italian porn star, porn legend, and director, auteur. Did you read his biography? No, he's just a legend. Oh, he's a legend? He's like the Italian... uh, There's not really a good comparison for him. So did he do American porn or... He did American porn too, yeah. But mainly Italian? Well, he's based there. Oh, okay. But like... Uh, he's the base guy. But like he... Uh, like, I mean, he has his own studio and shit. Uh-huh. Oh, that's big. So he's, he, he went into producing. And... But like in the 80s and 90s, he was like... Oh, so he's the 90s generation? Yeah, he's been at it for 30 years. Oh, okay. But like in like in that era, they, he would do American movies for like a high fee. 
know mm-hmm. what I mean? For porn. Back, then, back when it wasn't just all amateur filmed on your iPhone, it was when they actually had, they tried to script it. And they tried to... Well, the 90s, it was sort of the end. It was dying. Mm. And then Gonzo started, and he crushed it in the Gonzo genre. Gonzo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, back in like 88, 89 maybe, there's a guy named... So many of that, so much of that shit is happening. It's we're at a nuclear level of that shit, John. Yeah. So like, uh, can we turn your fucking phone? Oh, off? that's mine. Yeah. This guy. Uh, I don't know how to turn it off. This damn iPhone. This guy, John Buttman Stagliano. Hmm. Uh, at the time, we were still in the scripted porn era. Sure. And he sort of saw. He sort of saw that there was a market for just rejecting all of scripting. So he started filming a porn series where it was just just him being him, fucking porn women. Yeah. So like hanging out with them, fucking them in public places and whatnot. And that oh. shit became so pop. It like blew. Voyeur, up. It was like voyeur type. Uh, it was or, or not voyeur, but just it was amateurish. Yeah, him in a handicap. Yeah. And that blew up the whole industry because like audiences responded to it more. But what year was this? Late eighties. Well, he was the first. Okay. And so after that, there was a guy, uh, the other guys who jumped on board. There's the, the guy who does Up and Comers. Ever heard of that guy? Mm-hmm. There's a guy who did Dirty Debutantes. Ever seen that one? Mm, it has a ring to it, maybe. He's like, a, he became increasingly gross as the years I mean, there's, went on. I mean, porn is, I, I, I heard somewhere a statistic earlier, like last year, that's something like 80% of all. Seymour Butts? Ever heard of Seymour Butts? <laughs> yeah, on The Simpsons. 80% of all worldwide traffic is consumed by porn video. I read a newspaper. Netflix is at a crazy percentage too now. It should be, yeah. Um, because people are unplugging, so they're getting off the Yes, it's a crazy, and... crazy... Per- I, always thought that, I always thought that Netflix would get screwed at some point. Because of the net neutrality, they're going to... Or just, they're going to... You know what I thought would start, happen is they'd stop start. doing HD for everything. Hmm. But so far, so good. Technology's keeping up with it. I mean, that's pretty impressive. People want their broadband. You guys watch uh, Silicon Valley? You do. No, I would never watch that in a million years. No? Oh, that's the whole thing. He was working on... His his whole algorithm was on compression rates. I can't watch Ballers either. I can't watch Ballers. It's too normie for him. I watched the first. Oh, it's too normie for me? I love normie shit. Yeah, that's true. You do love normie. I'm fucking all center as hell, motherfucker. Wait, here's here's a show that... um, is really so why can't you watch it that people watch <laughs> the concept is completely uninteresting to me <laughs> like it's the most boring sounding concept ballers both of them ballers and silicon valley same thing with entourage have you tried silicon valley no because the concept's so boring that i would never try it same thing with entourage it's a bunch of friends of some movie star hanging out it's like <laughs> there's nothing compelling about that shit i was living in hollywood they filmed that right by my house that was the life. It would have to be so Do good. Do you not like The Office? No, because that's that's compelling. Don't you see the difference? Oh my god! But it's the most uncompelling story. They no. work in a paper office. No, because it's not a story. See the? Did you see the difference in concept? You can't see the difference no. in concept. No. One is a like one is a multicam scripted drama, right? Where I'm supposed to give a shit about. We, we didn't get the Aquaman movie. I'm supposed to care about that. Office is a cringe comedy where the tedium of daily life is explored. 
It's a totally different thing. I was defending Silicon Valley. I'm not defending ballers. Well, same thing with Silicon Valley. Our app didn't work. What? I don't give a shit. It's not compelling to me at all. But it's just the setting for some, you know, interpersonal hijinks. I thought there was a lot of irony in the show. Which <laughs> <was really funny>. <laughs> <laughs> but we were t- we were talking about Entourage too. Uh, oh, that too. Same deal. I, like Entourage, like I don't give a shit about Aquaman. I don't give a shit about this guy getting the role or not, or what's happening with Turtle. Yeah, it's just not compelling to me at all. So like, I'm not gonna watch it. Okay. And there's a million shows on TV. It's true. Like a t- like I watch a show on TV land called Younger. Mm-hmm. You know that show? Mm-hmm. Concept. It's an older lady pretends to be younger so she can get a job at a magazine. That's a concept I can ride. Like, are you like? Do you have like a hidden older lady inside? Waiting to come out. <laughs> well, How is that a concept that you can ride with? You don't think that's good show? Like, I can ride with Aquaman and Turtle? Hollywood and Talk Turtle. Yes. Turtle? Because that seemed a hell of a lot more legit. Hillary Duff's on it too. 2003? So you can get to see it. Well, she's hotter now, dude. <laughs> she's got that dumper now. Have you seen her ass lately? No, no. She's gotten thick. Uh, no, she's from Katy. She's from Sugarland. You know, I had a friend in. Uh, she's, she's just another girl from Sugarland to me. I had a friend in uh, college. Do you, wait, do you guys watch This Is Us or is it is that the name of the show? You guys heard of it? You know, um, I haven't given it a shot. Nearby, I, I saw about a minute, <laughs> two minutes of it. I walked in on my sister. She was watching it with my like ten year old niece and my thirteen year old nephew, and I was embarrassed because they were some adult situations talking about adult situations no see like she's like she's got she's sticky thick now dude let me see that oh wow right <laughs> wow interesting she's still married to that guy there, yeah I think she's still, she's still married yeah mm, she's filled out yeah <laughs> she's thick she's got curves <laughs> And she's Damn girl. and she's swole. Yeah, yeah, you can see some uh, ab definition. A little bit of abs there. Interesting. Yeah, I always thought she was cute. So while you got that phone, why don't we? Uh, I feel like we're not making use of Nathan's uh, unique talents in history. Oh yeah, he wanted to look through my bumble. Hey, you know, I actually wrote porn. You wrote porn? It was produced mm-hmm. when I was in Hollywood. Oh, that's awesome. What What was your porn about? It was pickup porn. Back in the, when Pickup was first on, and uh, you can probably find it out there. I helped, uh, so um, I was working, when I first started working with RSD, uh, there was an instructor who was just like kind of leaving. I had just kind of started with the company, but I had been already like produced a bunch of like TV shows like for MTV and uh, worked in movies, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, and so I knew kind of, and I'd done some writing, and I'd done... And uh, this other instructor, he was based out, he was Hoobie. He was from Australia. Hoobie? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hoobie Hoobs. Whatever. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very Australian thing. Do you guys remember like the 80s clothes people used to wear? Hoobie? It was like surfwear. Vaguely. Vaguely, I do remember that. It was like right there with OPA. He's from Australia and Hoobie's a, a big company on there. So people just called him Hoobie. And... Um, he was living in London at the time and he was kind of transitioning out of kind of, he was a pharmacist by trade and 
he had met up with some producers or whatnot in London and um, talked about this idea of pickup porn, which kind of sounded absurd. I met him in, I met him in LA. We were doing, he was doing a conference there and, and we started talking about it and just, I was like, Hey, yeah, I can help you write some of this stuff. Cause I thought it could be an awesome, like just idea to see what it was turned into something completely different. I thought, because like you were saying, I kind of saw that, uh, not voyeurism, but just reality or just the more real is what really was selling and what people now it's not to. now it's not you know now it's no it's girls next door it is because if now I need dragons in it. no now it's glamcore that's yeah. what's no, really no, no 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 it no, is okay, I want you warring to, armies and magic. do you know what's making money now is glamcore what is glamcore uh, really really good lighting high production values what yes that's what's making money now really really high right. production values I'll take your word for it but if you go to any He's of kind those of an expert. Any of, any of these 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 hubs of porn that they have now, they uh, they're essentially Google rankings. They they that's how they do it because everybody's trying to sell. So it's well, you of, know, it's like it's almost you know what's going on. But those too, right? The, um, the the tube sites. They're they're aren't they like just conglomerated? There's like yeah, there's there's like a horrible like uh, Eastern European gangster who runs all of them. I, Russians, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought last I heard it was Canadian. It was starting Canadian. I was read an article about it like this summer. <laughs> He's traveling. I read world. an article about it. It's like, and I was like, oh, this is fascinating. There's like lots of countries he can't go to because they'll get arrested. Um, but like, uh, a lot of people like that. But yeah. like, like all those tube sites. But you know what? The thing is, a lot of that porn is being produced like in, this is where Hubi did his. It was in like, I want to say Bratislava, but this former Eastern block where it has a lot of beautiful women and very cheap and that's why they produce it and that's like the porn it's like the new Van Nuys I'm trying to think so I wouldn't be surprised if some gangster out there took it over I mean sex is a is the biggest building there's a there's a fantastic movie on Netflix a few years ago called like Middlemen I think it was it was like how the porn online porn started and this guy what he did essentially he started a website he just took a bunch of his like brother's older like magazines of porn magazines and started taking pictures and then scanning them like really shittily and put it in like it and then he uploaded it like back when everything was dial up and people were paying like thirty bucks just to get a subscription. Sure. And that's where it started. Now he's got like this billion dollar empire. But now nowadays the only way there's only like five or six sites that are really making money. I, I believe it. I I don't because it's just this conglomeration and. And but the but like in terms of the content people want, mm-hmm. it ain't the amateur stuff anymore. Oh well, I was saying about the, Gonzo these, is dead. These, these tube these tube sites, whatever they were saying that. So uh, the things that are most popular are the things that get most clicks. So they keep making the ones that get the most clicks. And one of the most popular is like like uh, banging my stepmom. Yes, incest my sister. Incest yeah, rules now right now. So like it's so there's like. In terms of what you what you see online, there's like the really, really kind of cheesy incest scenario type stuff. Like moms teach sex, you know, my best friend's, my BFF, you know, my best friend's girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And that side is, that stuff makes money, but doesn't make money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. And then there's the glam core, which actually makes a lot of money. Where did, how... How really good production values, really good photography, really long scenes, um, 
The guy who's crushing it right now is the guy who runs Blacked. I don't know if you've ever seen Blacked mm. or Vixen. Mm. Blacked, Vixen, and Tushy are his three sides. <laughs> Never heard of these, yeah. Okay. Really, really good production <laughs> values. Um, I mean, only the stuff. only the like new actresses, but only the most attractive ones, and they pay a higher fee. Uh, okay. The okay. other side that's really crushing, Girls Do Porn is crushing it. Girls do like girl and girl. Like, it's, are you talking about lesbian porn? No, it's like um, these guys out in Arizona. As far as I know, porn is mostly women. <laughs> these guys out in Arizona who pay like college girls like an incredibly high rate, like five grand. Uh-huh. And all the all the chicks who do it like do it one scene. And then they have incredibly awful rapey sex in some hotel oh, room shit. in Arizona. But See, that, that's, that's like the bad porn that everybody But hates. Gonzo is dead. There's no... Like, the like hey guys, this is my camera. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, fuck these yeah. women. You know, that's dead. Uh, okay. But that ruled from like 1990 to like 2005. And then the internet crushed it. Somehow. I don't know. It doesn't make sense that the internet would crush it, right? Because people would like that. You think everybody has a camera? Everybody has. So people are just, it's so much easier to make it. And I, I had a friend or a former client of mine or actually a sister of mine out in Al- Albuquerque. And he said he got approached from some of his buddies. They were doing something like that. And he's like, ah, I can't do it. And it's like, but it, he, they essentially told him, he's like, yeah, they just get together real shittily, get a motel out. And, I mean, Albuquerque's not the snazziest of place. Right. <laughs> uh, and they just film like this dirty motel porn, like for the amateurs. And then they upload it. Or, I think what happened is the profit margins dipped. And so then... Yeah. I don't even know how any of them make money anymore because I don't think people actually... I mean, I guess people pay for subscriptions. Yes, but not, you can still do like, it. Nothing like in the 90s when people would go to the, the back of the Blockbuster or back of the local Vulcan you know, uh, VHS video store and go to the porn section and rent it. and like, like that was... Do you guys... I mean, I remember that when I was a kid. Like they and had you pay 60 bucks. That you couldn't go to. You yeah. pay 60 bucks for one video. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but like yeah. that market, I don't think that. And exists. also, back in the day when the internet started, you you know people would sign up and then you charge them until they died. You know, people wouldn't know how to cancel. Just, I, I I assume that that's what they still do. Yeah, but like that's know. died out. People don't, don't sign know. up anymore. They just steal. Because they get porn. the free porn, right? Yeah. And so, like the people don't want to pay for their porn anymore. <laughs> well, it's free, right? It's like it's everywhere. Yeah, but everything's free. Like the tubes, like you said. People still buy their Netflix, you know? That's the thing, is they need to figure out how to get people to accept the reality of paying for a porn service. Because, to be honest with you, I would do it. If there was a porn service that was on the level of Netflix, Mm -hmm. it'd be a lot easier for me to just fire that up. Like 10 bucks a month or something like that? Yeah, fire it up on my Roku. I mean, Netflix is what, Mm $7.99? Just fire it up on my Roku. Roku? Netflix. Netflix? Uh, but, like, just fire it up and watch it. It's easier. It's, like, a more comfortable way to watch porn than on your phone or... That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean... But the problem is... Because it's real. The problem um, is I mean, it's all balkanized. out there. It's, like, we talk about 80% of the traffic worldwide, and most of it's coming from China. I mean, the... I mean, the economics of it's there. Porn traffic's coming from China? I think that's, like, the number one producer of porn. No. I, you wouldn't believe it, yeah. Amateur porn? Shit porn, whatever it Chinese is. Chinese porn? No. China's huge. You I guys think underestimate how I think your China friend is, is completely wrong about this. <laughs> China's huge. They have a huge black no, market. No, their censorship is really good. I, I do know that's true, but they have a 
huge black market. Yeah, but there can't be that many black women in China. I mean, come on. They rule. They don't, you know. Chinese black, dumb crap. Black market. You, you want to guess what I'm talking about? See what I did there? Uh, racism. Yeah. Like, people in China are, we do. I think, are some of the most racist people. You know, if you... If Chinese you, are racist. If you ask me the most racist country in the world, without question, America. hands down, Japan. There's no one beats Japan. That. There's something to be said for that. But you know, no what? one beats Japan. But you know what? I some okay. This guy who was he told me, or it was like on a forum. It was like on God Facebook. bless him. It was on Facebook. He said he just came back from Japan. He asked like, he asked the this Japanese. He asked the Japanese people. He's like, you know, what about diversity? Is like, why don't you guys let more people in? He's like, because we love Japan, and we love Jap- being Japanese. The Kokusai. They love their like, we love being Japanese, so why would we want you know immigrants here? But you know it's it's crushing them. Well, because they're old, they're super old. The birth rate isn't good enough because they're they got inverted. They need to figure out how to let some immigrants in and who they're going to let in. No, it's not the Chinese. They don't like Chinese. <laughs> I have a good story about that. <laughs> well, really My dad was uh, working uh, in. Uh, he was, a, he was a resident at some hospital, mm-hmm. and the chief of staff was Japanese. He was an old guy. This was like 1980s, and he was like in his 60s. And, uh, yeah, not going to happen. Some guy, some guy came up and Those said... Those wounds go deep. And said like, excuse me, are you Dr. Kim? No, some other do- Korean doctor named Dr. Kim. And the guy went, oh... He went, Oh no. Conquered his country once though. Oh, oh. oh shit. <laughs> that shit goes deep. That goes Damn. deep. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> 